a little bit easy. Ain't no need to worry what tomorrow's going to bring. Why? Because it'll be all over in the morning. <clears throat> no need to worry. How many of us will admit as easier said than done? Amen. Good morning, Sister Saberia. Sister Saberia, I know you feel like I do. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know, they accept the homecoming out, but we got to live it out. Hello, somebody. So I promise you all, if you all allow me, we're not going to hold you long because we might have to be like we just wanted back and go round two to get access to. So God is still good. Amen. But when we're talking about no need to worry, it's easier said than done. I could do a survey right now and ask you, how many of you got something on your mind, on your heart, that got you in deep thought mode? I don't know how I'm going to get out of this one. I don't even know how I got here. But I'm here right now, and I might as well see it through. How many of you know that complaining about your problem ain't going to fix your problem? You got to do something about the problem. Hello? And after you've done all you can, what do you do? You stand and watch the Lord see you through. I'm a witness to that, and I'm pretty sure every one of us in here has had to be brought from one place to the next with the help of the Lord. And because God always is sitting high and looking low, nothing goes without him knowing about it, even when we don't feel like it. You ever had one of them come and say, Lord, I know you see this, right? Lord, I know you you going to handle this, right? But we get a little anxious sometimes, Jack, and we try to give God help, and God don't need our help. Georgia, I know you've been married a long time. She's been so good. Well, that's a friend. Oh, okay. She's been married a long time, too. <laughs> don't say it again now. Get your clemency. <laughs> and sometimes, y'all just don't want to act right. <laughs> Remember, I'm the pastor. I can fix this. <laughs> What's the two words for written obey? No, I'm just got to y'all. <laughs> sometimes it gets rough. Y'all, and if you've been married in a spell, you ask yourself, what was I thinking? What was I thinking? Well, God said, ain't no need to worry. It's going to be all right. You get on these jobs, and it seems like everybody over you ain't got sense God gave a girl. Ain't no need to worry. Gonna be all right. Jackie, you see people who are not even as talented as you seem like they're getting ahead. Staying ahead. Got money on top of money, and you're going like, Lord, I'm doing everything the right way. Why can't I catch a break? Ain't no need to worry. Because David waited upon the Lord. Shall renew that strength. Now, if you don't mind, I wanna I wanna kind of 
God said this word here that is being presented to us, it says, say not thou. Everybody say that. Say not thou. Say not thou. Translation. Keep quiet. Keep quiet. Now let me help you. You keep quiet about complaining, but always be verbal about the solution. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Jasmine, if the situation is bad for you and your peers, don't keep talking amongst yourselves that it's a bad situation. Identify the situation, then come up with a solution. Am I making myself clear? When it says, say not thou, you don't have to remind God about what's going on. He sits high and looks low. Lord, they had it again. He said, I know. The question is, are you doing your part? Are you staying focused on what he gave you to stay focused on? Because, see, the only way you know that God's going to come through, you got to stay on your target. Amen. It don't matter how the target moves, how the target tries to hide. When God gives you your assignment, your target, stay focused on that. That's the difference between a marksman and a shooter. A shooter is just spraying and whatever it hits is going to hit. But a marksman has a specific target. And he won't move until that target exposes itself. It takes patience. I can remember at the State Fair Classic a couple of years ago, we were on the rooftop with the SWAT team, marksmen. These guys had rifles seem like long as me. They can reach out and touch you, baby, and you'll never know what hits you. And they talked about the intense training that they have and, and how they, they were really glorifying Fairview and Brown. They said, you know what, we never have a problem at this game. But the one that come behind it, I ain't going to call them out, Texas and Oklahoma. <laughs> he said, ain't no telling what's going to break off in any moment. We're breaking a fight. He said, you guys don't fight. Y'all don't do nothing. It's just good old-fashioned cheer. But that marksman goes through intense years of, of practice, and intense years of study, intense years of training just for one shot. Woo-wee. And we need to translate that over to how God is dealing with us. God, he gave you an assignment, Jackie, and you know God gave it to you, and you know that it came directly from him, but it seemed like the opportunity never presented itself. Ain't no need to worry. Just be ready. You don't have to say nothing. God, you told me. He said, I know what I told you. I know what I told you, daughter, son. I know what I told you. I'm not like a man that I would lie to you. I'm not going to leave you hanging. I'm not going to lead you down the road and turn around and leave you in total darkness. That's not how I operate. But there's no need to don't say nothing. And let me help somebody. You can't share with everybody what God has given you for you. Some people are not 
spiritually mature enough to handle it. Some are not emotionally mature enough to handle it. So sometimes you have to internalize. Like I say, internalize. But that's how God works from the inside out. Folks is happy when they see you struggling. Well, that's a shame about George and her dog. But better her than me. Keep on going. Then we'll ask you how you doing and we'll shut that ears down before you can reply. How you doing, George? Well, I don't know. I don't even know what I'd answer Ain't no need to worry. God got it. So he said, say not thou. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. Next thing we need to focus on and understand is this. God knows how to deal with evil. This is what he says. He says, recompense. He said, I will recompense evil. I will recompense evil. Once again, he told us don't say a word and don't do nothing. I don't have to fight you. I belong to the Lord. I'm either anointed or his prophet. So you can fight me all you want, but all you do is make me rough on yourself. George, you can talk about me all day long, but my daddy here, and daddy going to come to the rescue. And he said, well, George, I had this for you, but you remember that old Popeye boy you were talking about? He belonged to me. And because you were trying to block him, what goes around comes around, baby. That's when the boomerang comes to effect. Now I got to block you. This was for you, Georgia, but you couldn't follow the simple instruction of such not my anointing and cause my prophet no more. He's not just talking about the preacher. When he said, I'll recompense the evil. Good morning. Proverbs 20 and 22. He said, I'll recompense evil. I know they're doing you dirty. Don't worry about it. I know it makes you want to itch and scratch your itch. And, and, and I, got to, I got to do it. I got to do it right now. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So you're going to mess up. You're going to mess up. See, here's how God works for you. Everybody say, he's working for me. All right. Here's what you got to understand. Here's what you must remember. Here's what you must remember. I'm going to do like you did in elementary school. Turn your ears on. I want you to hear. Okay? God has you in the midst of your enemy. Are you hearing me, Jackie? He has you in the midst of your enemy. Your enemy knows that you have professed a true relationship with God. So what the enemy does, the enemy is not really concerned about you. He's concerned about the effect he can have against God. Oh, y'all, y'all don't hear me. So don't take it personal, number one. Number two, you have to understand that, that when he sets you in the midst of the enemy, the enemy is constantly trying to figure out how to get through your weakness. And whatever... Your weakness is you best believe that is the route that the enemy is going to come through. And he's not going to come through casually. He's going to come through like a mighty flood. And when he comes through, the design is to overwhelm you. And once you are overwhelmed, 
once you are so consumed, you get frustrated and you throw in the towel. You say, forget it, but I dropped by to let you know. Ain't no need to work. The enemy will bombard you, and God said, don't worry about that, daughter. Don't worry about that, son. I'm going to handle this evil. I got evil on lock. That's why it reminds us in the scripture that when the enemy comes in, all gone. Not if the enemy comes in, nor he's thinking about it, but when he comes in, when he shows up, whether it's a day from now, three days from now, or within the next ten minutes, when he comes in, I will raise the Sabbath. And when God raises the standard, who can touch it? God lays down the law. Who can change? We've been over-consumed by the wrong thing. We have evil in leadership on all levels. God's going to handle that. God's going to handle that. And can I, can I help somebody? Stop putting your confidence in man. Amen. Stop. Man was designed to only go to a certain level. Once they hit their glass ceiling, you better turn it over to God. Man can help us navigate through things to a certain point. But once their job is done, it's in God's hands anyway. Remember the little song? He's got the whole world in his hands. He got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world. In his hand, he got the whole world in his hand. He say, Mamas and the Papas, the Panthers, got them all in his hand. Amen? So he says, when, when you see the evil, yeah, sometimes you got to say, evil alert, evil alert, and everybody's not going to respond to the evil alert like you think they should. You say, Lord, I've done my part. Because what did John the Baptist do? All he preached was repentance because the kingdom of God is at hand. He preached it. Now, John the Baptist is now. Now, I don't want to John the Baptist. All we're going to talk about is repentance of Jesus soon to come, whoever that is. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. So y'all can go if you want to, but then when Jesus show up, oh, Lord, I, 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 I tried to get you in position, but you didn't want to receive the messenger. See, some people are going to miss their message so they bless it because they can't receive the messenger. The message is what you need, but it ain't who you want it to come from. You want it to come from this direction when the message came from that direction, and because you got a problem with the messenger, you're going to miss your blessing because you couldn't receive the message. I mean, like them, how God going to talk to them about me? I don't even like him. But God, yeah, okay, God, God told you. Then what was it? God ain't told me. Because you wasn't listening. You didn't have any enemy here. So God would use your lead. Why, why, why does he say I'll make your enemy your footstool? Baby, don't you know it ain't just about talking about profits or, 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 or financial gain? It's talking about spiritual benefit too. Sometimes God will send a message to the very one that's trying to trip you up even if it's how not to treat folks when you get on the other side. There ain't no need to worry. God's going to handle it. 
I'm almost done, Jack. Am I doing all right? All right. All right. I heard two Jackets in there. That's a stereo. I like that. Amen. But now listen. He said, I'm going to recompense evil. He said, but there's a contingency. But wait on the Lord. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Uh, the, wait the word wait, we, we get confused. Because the word wait, we think that's a, a code for doing nothing. Wait means don't take actions and see your own hand, but still occupy till I come. Well, Lord, what should I do? Do what you did there. Well, what should I be doing? I should be praying. I should be fasting. I should be consecrating myself for when God says go. See, waiting is just not sitting in under the covers with the heater just right. And you'll turn over enough just to see what time it is and go into the next realm. That's not the waiting he's talking about. The waiting means isolating yourself from all the distractions that are going on that get, got you off course to begin with and getting reconnected spiritually so he can take care of the carnal man. And we said, when you wait on the Lord, because then we go back to Isaiah, he said, when those that, that, that wait on the Lord shall what? Renew their strength. Once my strength becomes renewed, once I get re-energized re and and, and, and feeling all vibrant once again, God said, now I can send you back on assignment. He said, wait on the Lord. Some of you would rather have confirmation from your best friend than that you see him quantify for doing what you're not supposed to be doing anyway. Instead of letting the Lord direct you. Instead of letting the Lord sort it out. Jesus can't work it out. I know he can work it out. I think he works it out and works it out for me every time. And there's always a different avenue. Always a, a angle that I didn't even think about. You know why? Because I can't outthink God. Even when I think I got a good plan, my plan is nothing compared to his greatness. I hope I'm helping somebody. This morning. And he said, and he shall save thee. I've been messing with Jackie this morning because I love you, Jackie. Jackie, what does shall mean? It's a promise, huh? I mean, you, you, you don't even have to lose focus on it, huh? He said, he shall save thee. I know you seem like you're sinking. I know you seem like you're free-falling. I know it seems like a hopeless situation. But he said he shall save you. Somebody just say this as loud as you can. Trust Jesus. Trust Jesus. All right, they sound a little sleepy this morning. Try to get trust Jesus. I will say it one more time for the Holy Ghost. Trust Jesus. If I trust Jesus, 
It begins to let all this other stuff seem very minimal. Very minimal. God knows what you need. And he knows what you want. But always remember this. He's going to take care of the need before he starts supplying you what you want. And what you want, you don't necessarily need. And what you need, you don't necessarily want. But you've got to understand not to worry about anything. Reminds me of David. I get ready to close out. David was this young shepherd boy that had experience and was world-renowned, country-renowned, known for being a faithful servant, a faithful shepherd boy. He faced up against Goliath, this big, bad And everybody wanted to give David advice on how to handle this big situation. Everybody wanted to give them the advice that they thought would work. And David, being the young man, he took it all in. Why? Because he was trained to respect your elders and take heed and listen to what they say because that's the proper thing to do. And he even tried some of the suggestions, Jackie. But then he realized that he said, you know what? It it probably does work, but I got to work what I know is going to work for me. So suppression and I have been married long enough that what might seem normal in our relationship, in your relationship, you say, ain't no way I do that. Ain't no way. I would do that. But you can't compare our relationship with your relationship. I'm trying to make some sense here. Because all of it is personal. So when David tried on the heavy armor, even though it it was designed to protect him, but it restricts his flow, my God. And David said, it, it feels good to a degree. But the way I've been working with the Lord, this is putting some restrictions on me. Jackie, as much as I love you, I can only guide you according to the spirit. I can't say, well, Jackie, this is what Sister Prince and I do. Because now I'm taking my best and putting it on you and hoping that it works for you like it worked for me. But it's going to put some restrictions on you. David said, I tell y'all what, I need to take this armor off. And I need you all to help me find some smooth pebbles. Not just any kind of pebbles, but some smooth pebbles. And they said, well, well, why? We need some smooth pebbles. I can hear, I add this part, don't y'all say the scripture says, it's a pastor prince. I need smooth pebbles to show y'all how smooth a God we serve. Because I'm about to show y'all something that God do. He said, because he reminded them. 
Everybody say, don't forget to remember. He said, when I fought off the bear, it was me and my Lord. When I fought off the lion, it was me and my Lord. He says, what I need you to do is get me these pebbles and, and don't worry about it. Ain't no need to worry because I'm going in the name of the creator. I'm going in the name of the redeemer. I'm going in the name of the ultimate protector. What you have to do is while you're on your assignment, while you're doing what you're doing, while you're surrounded about all this stuff that you know that's evil, God says, don't you worry about the evil. You just stay on assignment because I'm going to take a care of that. He said, no need to worry. David got ready. And flung his shot through his slingshot. And the scripture says, killed Goliath instantly. And the putting in the proof was God was preparing David through Goliath, and Goliath didn't even know it. Because Goliath had a sword that was mammoth. And when David slew him, David took Goliath's sword and cut his head off and brought it back as proof. Don't tell me God got you in a situation that he can't put you out of. He put you there to show your enemy. Y'all don't hear me. Yeah, your enemy is snickering right now. Ah, look at him now. Let me see him wiggle their way out of here. God said, I got them. Watch this. Ain't no need to worry. I'm trying to encourage you this morning and help you in whatever your situation is, whether it's a job situation, financial situation, a, a, a relationship situation, a, a, a whatever your situation, a situation situation. Don't be overcome by your circumstance and know that God is in control. I might give God a hand praise of thanks. Amen. Father, we come to you thanking you for your word on this morning. Your word reminds us there's no need to worry. And because there's no need to worry, oh God, help us, forgive us, first of all, for us doubting you through the process. Let us not lose focus that you never slumber nor sleep and that you promised you would never leave us nor forsake us. We ask for your continued blessing, your continued guidance, and your total, total provision that no one can take from us but you. I ask that this word be received in the manner in which it was given. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank God for our listeners on this morning. May God bless you and forever keep you. Except let's show some love to our audience.